Welcome to another exciting word from Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We're so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the word. All right. Open up your Bibles, if you would. We're going to be going to the Word of God. Today, we're talking about investment opportunities. It's going to dovetail into everything that we've been talking about. And so, um, most of you know it's Super Bowl Sunday today. Yeah, Super Bowl 58. And today, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers are going to meet together and they're going to battle out who's going to win. And you know what? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I don't follow it. I don't know. I don't, uh, I, 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 I don't have a dog in the fight, as we would say in Texas. Okay? I don't, uh, uh, I'm just not excited. I have no passion for it. There are some things that I am passionate about, but pro football is not one of them. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, this morning, however, I'm hoping to help us to discover or rediscover uh, what we are passionate about and what we can do if we have fallen out of love with something that God wants us to be in love with. If things in life that are the purpose and the will of God for our life, if those things have become old or cold or we've, we've gotten to the place where we really don't feel, you know, the energy for it anymore, you know, the, the, uh, maybe you're not even sure exactly what it is God wants you to do because in the mornings you get up and you, you find that life is just, you know, maybe a little drudgery or, you know, you're no longer zealous and excited and, you know, inter I mean, no, you know what, what that is like. And, and in, in anyway, you know, um, the process we're going to talk about this morning is going to be painless. It's going to be easy. It's going to give you a return. I'm going to give you a godly principle on how to create and how God has given us the ability to, to create or recreate the passions of life. How to reinvigorate our, 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 our passions, our zeal for the things that we believe God uh, has called us to do in life. And, and uh, uh, it, it, it sounds too good to be true that, that this could really work, but God often sounds too good to be true. I mean, like salvation is free. I mean, there's nothing I have to do but ask Jesus into my heart. There's nothing else. I mean, I don't have to, you know, uh, 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 do penance. I don't have to pay money. I don't have to, you know, uh, work. No. Salvation is free. Sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? Well, also, what sounds too good to be true are the things that God has, the, the avenues that God has given us to reinvigorate the passions that we should have, the passions we all want. Don't you like being excited about something? You know, I kind of envy people that get so excited about football. I mean, they know the names. They know the, they know the players, you know, and I'm kind of just there, you know. Well, um, this goes along 
with, with a scripture out of Proverbs 26 and verse 20 that says this, where there is no wood, the fire goes out. And where there is no tailbearer, strife ceases. We're going to look at the first part of Proverbs 26, 20. Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. You know, uh, without regard to how much wood was on the fire, if you don't put more wood on it, guess what? It's going to go out. It will become dead and useless. And, and a car as well. You know, uh, without regard as to how much fuel you have in your car today, it's not meant to last forever. At some point, it will need to be refueled. And how about batteries? You know, batteries are designed to store energy. But no matter how much they store, at some point, they will need to be recharged because of time or use. This principle of stored energy is also true for you as a human. I doubt that you can go very long on the meal you ate three weeks ago. If you haven't eaten in the last three weeks, guess what? You probably need to eat today. Okay? Uh, a body needs food. It needs water. And, and, and without that, it, it loses its ability to sustain life. Uh, do you know that according to some figures, 18 million people die every year from nothing more than starvation? Uh, and uh, unfortunately... It's, it's not a choice. They lose access to food. I have a hard time imagining that people choose to die of starvation whenever a ready supply of food is right there beside them. You know, uh, uh, but there's an alarming concern of mine. And that is, even though there are a lot of people dying of starvation because they have no access to food, yet I see many Christians, many believers, many individuals dying a slow death of spiritual starvation. Whenever there is spiritual food and spiritual sustenance, when there is spiritual refreshing all around them, at just a moment's notice, they could be recharged, they could be refreshed, they could be refilled. It's normally something we see because of the similar reasons that people run out of gas. Have you ever run out of gas in your car? You know, uh, have you ever, uh, you know, uh, been hungry? Have you ever been cold? You know, uh, it follows the same principle that where there is no wood, the fire goes out. Perhaps you have known people who have stopped recharging themselves spiritually. And through time, you can see that it begins to wane on their abilities to live the life they wanted to live, the life they hoped to live. And you can see that maybe they even began to grow cold toward the things that God gave them. Maybe toward a spouse. Maybe towards a job. Maybe, maybe even a, a family or, or, or something, a ministry. Going to church. Something that they once loved. Family, friends, church, community involvement, something that they once had energy and passion for, they no longer have it. And 
It looks like life begins to dry up. Their spiritual motivation, the motivation that God is willing to supply, is just no longer there. You know, a life with no spiritual investment will weaken and eventually lose capacity for continued participation. You know, sometimes people get all excited about reading the Bible, but don't read it for a while and that'll go away. At times, people get very encouraged because they come to church and hear a message that's meaningful and, 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 and yet uh, if they don't come back to church for a long time, that desire, that zeal, that, that, that energy, the, even, even the want to kind of just goes away. We are designed to live life on stored energy and we cannot borrow from the future. You cannot imagine that one day I'm going to do something, you know, uh, and so right now I'll get all excited because, you know, next year or next week I'm going to eat. You know, we can't borrow the energy from the future. There are some indicators that you need to refuel. There are some energies that you need to, to uh, do something. There are some energies that, that you may not have. There, there, there's in, indications, rather, that you may not have the energy that you need. You may not have the, 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 the power that you need. There, uh, what are some of the indicators? They're very common. There, there's there's, there's uh, some indicators that you can use to gauge your capacity. And uh, let's look at some of these indications that you might be running low what's one indication you might be running low and we're talking about running low on spiritual energy running low on the things for God running low on the things God wants you to have or wants you to do uh, we could categorize these, but let me name a few. Having a good marriage, raising a, a, a happy family, you know, a, a, a living in a peaceful house, uh, you, know, um, um, uh, you know, loving one another, loving your enemies, uh, having in your heart joy and peace and gentleness and goodness and kindness and, and self-control. When you start running low on these things, you know, uh, you can know it and other people can know it. But what are some indications that we might need to take a moment and refuel? Well, one of the indications is, number one, it's been a long time since you filled your tank. You know, uh, you might be running out of gas just by the sheer fact that it's been a long time. Have you if you have ever run out of gas and, and, and run out of gas unexpectedly, you know how it feels. I mean, you ever been driving down the road and it goes, Vroom. if you've ever done that, you know in your mind automatically, you think, wait a second, when is the last time I filled up? You know, I didn't realize my, my gauge was down. Or maybe I have a broke gauge. Or maybe, you know, uh, uh, somebody else, you know, uh, has, 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 has you know, taken some of it for some reason. And you run out of gas and you didn't expect it. Well, you should expect it if it's been a long time since you filled up. In fact, do you know old gas can turn sticky like varnish and lose its power to run your vehicle? Same thing with your life. Same thing, you know, uh, it, it, it just happened. Stale bread dries up. You know, it becomes tasteless uh, and, and it molds. 
Unreplaced batteries, they tend to corrode. If it's been a long time since you replaced your batteries, you may want to take a look at them. If it's been a long time since you baked fresh bread, you may want to, you know, or, or, or gone to the store and got a loaf of fresh bread because the bread that you bought six months ago, you probably are not going to find it sufficient for your need. Even wood rots and crumbles into dust after a while. Energy needs to be replaced. Zeal, you know, uh, excitement, passion. The things that we are supposed to live life with, love, joy, and peace, and gentleness, and goodness, the things we're supposed to have in our life. If it's been a long time since you filled your tank spiritually, then perhaps you need to take that as an indication. You're probably running low. Number two, if you've come a long way, hard or fast way, if you've come, you know, if, if you've been a great distance, it's been difficult, or you've had to be going, you know, real fast since you filled your tank, you have probably used more energy than you imagined. If it's been a long time, you understand. But sometimes, you know, if you're going to go out today and run 10 miles and I'm not going to, then I probably won't get as hungry as you get in the next hour or two. You expend your fuel whenever, whenever your life has been hard, whenever you've been going fast, whenever it's been difficult, whenever you know, it, you, you've gone on a long journey. You need to refuel spiritually. Whenever life has been hard, whenever things have happened that you didn't expect, whenever you're going through tragedy and trauma and heartache and heartbreak and temptation and trials and tribulation, you may need to fill your tank more often. Driving faster, going farther, a harder road. You may need to refuel. One more indication that you may need to refuel is if you are dangerously close to shutting down. What does that mean? Some of you are looking for a place to pull over. You're looking for a place to quit. You're looking for a place to stop. You're dangerously close to shutting down. You're waning down. The fire's about to go out. You're dangerously close. There's an indication. If you're dangerously close to shutting down, if you are looking for a place to pull over in life, if you're looking for a place to quit, if you're looking for a place to, 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 to quit your marriage, if you're looking for a place to quit your job, if you're looking for a place to, to bug out on your family, if you're looking for an opportunity to quit church, if you're looking for an opportunity to stop, you may need to fill up that might fix it. If you're left with no reserve, it can cause you to lack motivation. If, if, if you're growing colder by the moment, if you're losing vision, if you're losing hope, you know, are you slowing down and looking for a place to quit? There's an indication you need to fill up. And by the way, don't be fooled into thinking that you're okay simply because things are happening around you. Don't fool yourself into believing that everything's okay because things are happening around you. It could be the other batteries in the pack that's making it happen. Hello? Boy, is this, is this good or what, huh? It could be the other batteries in the pack that's making it work. Just because it's working, you know, is no indication everything's okay. 
You might be riding on someone else's bus. You might be eating from someone else's table. Or you might be warming from someone else's fire. We are personally responsible to contribute to the things God has called us to do. And when we are losing energy, even though the car is still going, it might be running on someone else's gas. We need to take personal inventory. Taking a personal, honest inventory, taking an honest inventory is the first step to look at ourselves. How do we feel? Where, where are we in this? Do we have passion? Do we have hope? Do we, are we excited about the things that once were, you know, our, were our life? Jesus called it losing your first love. Many of you may already know that you're running on empty, but you simply don't have the energy or the motivation to change it. You don't know how to do it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you how in just a moment, okay? Uh, you know, and uh, some of you have plenty of energy. It's just energy for the wrong thing. You know it's taking you the wrong direction. Let me just be honest. Some of you, uh, you know, you have more energy for, uh, for your boyfriend than you do for your husband. You're the one that made me say that. I see you now. I was wondering why God was putting that on my heart. Some of you have energy and passion and motivation, but it's for the wrong thing. We need to take a personal inventory, an honest inventory of our lives. Do you love the things of God? Or you just love things? You know, uh, uh, well, uh, you know, you say, well, go with my heart. Don't, no, you don't go with your heart. You decide what's in your heart. Don't, don't go with your heart. The Bible says the, the, the heart of man is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? You know, things can get in your heart. You, you don't, you go with the word of God. You go with the spirit of God. You go with what God says is right and your heart will follow. You can fill your heart up with a lot of things. Okay, well, let, let, let me, uh, uh, you know, uh, you can change your heart even when you don't want to. Even when, you know, when you know you should and you lack the energy to do it, you can do it anyway. And it's best. It's best. God can create within you. He's given you capacity to create a love for the things he loves, a desire for the things he desires, a want to for the things that he wants. You don't have to live in, in Dreadville. Uh, you don't have to live a life without energy, without motivation, without vision, without passion for your family, for your friends, for, your, uh, for, for, for the things of God. Okay? Um, um, how does this happen? Well, uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. Jesus said it this way. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Your heart will follow what you treasure. Your heart will follow the things that you treasure. Where your treasure is, where you make your investments, is where your heart is going to go. Today's February the 11th. Most of you may not know it's Jennifer Aniston's birthday today. <laughs> How do I know that? Because on February the 11th of 2011, I was, it was a Friday, I was on a road trip, and I stopped at a restaurant... 
And when I sat down at my table, the television was right at me, and Jimmy Fallon was there, and he was interviewing on February the 11th. He was interviewing Jennifer Aniston. And Jennifer Aniston, uh, 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 she had just gone to her first football game. It was Super Bowl 45 in Dallas. You know, uh, the Packers and the Steelers. Yeah. And she had, she had never gone to a football game before. She went with her friend, Adam Sandler. And, and, uh, and so, uh, uh, you know, she didn't care anything about football. It was, it was, I mean, she said she had never been to a football game before, and she didn't, I was listening to the interview, she had never been to a football game before, and she didn't care about it, and didn't even know the names of the players. You know, uh, um, uh, she referred to Brett Favre as that guy who, who quit and came back again. You know, she didn't know. She didn't care, had no interest. But because they were promoting a movie, it became incumbent on her to show up in public. And, you know, and, and, and so she went to Dallas to the to, uh, Super Bowl 45. Uh, she was 42 years old on February 11, 2011, by the way. Uh, that makes her 55 today. Happy birthday, Jennifer. Uh, and so, uh, and, and you'll see her in a Super Bowl commercial today if you watch Super Bowl. Here I am watching this interview. And she is on the edge of her seat. She is so excited about the Super Bowl. She was so excited, and she still didn't know the names. She thought that, you know, some of the players were cute, but she was on the edge. She was just really in, in energetic and everything. And, and, and when, uh, when, when she said why, she went from zero, don't want to go, don't care to go, don't care anything about the game. Why she went from zero care and never gone to one before and never wanted to, to, oh, my goodness, Woo! And she got, she was so excited about it. Uh, she said it was, it was the result of her friend, Adam Sandler, telling her, listen, if you want to enjoy the game, what you need to do is place a bet on the game. I'm not recommending this. One of the reasons I don't care who wins, I don't have any money on it. So she made a bet on the Packers, and Adam took the Steelers, and the Packers won, by the way, uh, 31-25. But uh, she made a bet, and once she made the bet, she said everything changed. Everything in her whole world changed. She said, gee, then, oh, she was, in, and she was still telling about it now. It was on February the 6th on that Sunday. Here it is, the Friday. She just got back to New York and got on the program, and she was still pumped. For those of you who don't know what pumped is, it means excited. She was invested. She was passionate. She was excited about the game and what had happened, and we couldn't get over telling. I mean, ah. Why? Because of an investment. You see, it works no matter who you are. It works no matter what you invest in. It works. And one of the reasons why people have lost their zeal, their passion, their energy, their motivation for something that God has given them is because they have stopped investing in that. You see, where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. We can easily run out of gas. We can quickly run out of gas. A reinvestment is necessary. And if you build a great big fire, it'll warm a lot of people, but it'll burn a whole lot of wood, and then you have to put it back on. You know, life can take energy from us quickly. Uh, life can take zeal and excitement from us quickly. 
And if it does, we need to quickly reinvest. So let me close here. Uh, number one, what do, am I asking you to do today? I'm asking you to take inventory of your stored energy levels. The things that God wants you to do. You know what he wants you to do. There's not a lack of knowing what's right and wrong. Come on. We ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We know what's right and wrong. There's not a lack of knowledge as to what is right and wrong. There's a lack of doing it. And many times even a lack of wanting to do it. But you can change that. If you will take an inventory of your life, just, you know, how long has it been since I filled up? Uh, how difficult has the journey been? How close am I to shutting down? Am I looking for a place to quit? Take an inventory. If any of those answers are yes, then you really need to make an investment. Number two, make an investment. How do you make an investment? How do you stir your heart up? And renew your strength and your spirit. Listen, God has given you the ability. He's given you the ability to create passion. To create excitement through making investments. It may not happen immediately. But if you will begin to make small investments in the things that you know are right. In the things that you know are best at work in your family, in your friendships, at church, if you will begin, you will find yourself creating a passion, a zeal, an energy for what is right. Make investments in what is right. You will begin to care. You will begin to feel different. Thanks again for joining us for another powerful message from Pastor Ron Hammonds. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to our social media platforms to stay up to date. As well, receive more encouraging messages from our pastor and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world. Today and every day, God bless.